All right. Good morning, everybody. We are really excited about this next episode of the Tulsa Life Podcast. And this morning, we have a guest from the HBA, which stands for Home Builders Association. And Jeff Smith is in the house, going to talk to us a little bit about what HBA even is. So welcome, Jeff. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me this morning. So again, my name is Jeffrey Smith. I'm the CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater Tulsa. And we have the opportunity to serve 15 counties in Northeast Oklahoma. So we expand past Tulsa County all the way up around Grand Lake and really the entire Northeast Oklahoma. Uh, But the association really focuses on advocating for housing. And that is making sure that we can have attainable and affordable housing within any of our markets. So we spend a lot of time going to city council meetings, planning commission meetings to make sure that uh, there's not over-regulation that's occurring, but just proper regulation that's happening and so that the, the person can, a customer can buy their next home. A normal day varies each day. And that, that's the fun part about it. <laughs> we can the, relate the, to that. That's right? the fun yes. part about the job is, right. is one day you might be having lunch or breakfast with the mayor and just talking to them about, you know, what it's like for, you know, the regulation that's occurring and how it can impact the individual that wants to buy their next home and how it might price them out of a certain market. So what, what would be an example of like a regulation that has come up like anytime in the recent years. Yes. You're always going to have cities, municipalities that are looking at maybe they're building a new fire station. Um, They're building, obviously they're building roads or services that have to be um, given to the community and people are paying taxes for those. Um, What we want to make sure is that the land developer is not being overtaxed, that there's a fair tax that's going into that so that um, whoever's building that development is not being assessed too much of a penalty because they're adding 50, 60, 70 lots in a community and maybe they're funding more of that fire station or more of those roads or sewer um, bridges, so it's things balance. like that. It's a good balance. It's, it's, it's making sure that that is balanced between people that are developing, which is great for our communities. Mm-hmm. And then also that we're not overtaxing, but it's but but the community is getting a benefit from that too. So roads are being put in. That's a hard word for me to say. <laughs> uh, utilities are being put in. Yeah. So it's, it's actually improving the area, but we also want to make it fair to them too. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, if you're not, if you're not over-regulating, then it allows the developer to keep their land cost at a certain level. And so the they cost, can, yeah, So they can sell the to the builder and the builder sells to the consumer. And so it's keeping the price of the home down. Yeah. So I have a question for you and, and um, I don't, I don't need to have like specific numbers or anything, but is the HBA, do you guys like kind of track how many building permits are pulled yearly? And do you work closely like with the builders and the communities and is that kind of a, when we say Home Builders Association, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, okay, that's an association for people that are building homes. So is that something that you guys are heavily involved with? So we do keep track of building permits in in the region. Um, For instance, last year in 2022, there was 3,500 housing starts in the community. And that includes suburbs, Broken Arrow, Jinx, Owasso. Okay, so that's the the metropolitan metropolitan area. area. 3,500 is a great number for the Tulsa metro area. Um, 2023, we're on pace for probably about 3,000 to 3,100 housing starts, okay, which is still good. See, you like, you're, you're amazing. That was so great because that's exactly the information that I wanted, but I was like, I don't want to ask him something if he doesn't know. And I don't want to, you know, pin him down on that. I told you I wouldn't. So yeah. no, so we, I mean, great. we keep track of that because we're all, we, we want to know what's happening in the community and you know, this, the municipalities are coming to us as well and saying, Hey, what are the builders doing? We have a need for housing in our community. I know the city of Tulsa came out with a housing study just a few months ago and said over the next 10 years, I think it's 8,000 new houses are needed wow. in our community. And so a lot of those are going to be in multifamily, condos, places. I was going to ask, yeah, so that's in and not around just single downtown. family. That's right. going to be all, 
All new builds. Yeah, all types so of it housing. It could be multi-housing right. and single-family homes. Right. But okay. they come to the Home Builders Association, and then we, in turn, take that to our builder members. And we have about 225 builder members that actually build or okay. renovate homes in our community. And we start talking to them about what are your plans for the next right. one, three, five years, and how does that fit in to what the city's goal, city or county goals might be for housing. And that is such important information, but so great to know because it's going to show our growth. It's going to show that one thing too, the health of our community, of our area, you know, when homes are being built, that is, that is a sign of a good, good economy. And that just, I feel like that just keeps, that keeps things flowing, that keeps money moving. And it is the opposite of a recession. You know, it's, it's kind of like, it shows that we are really, really healthy. And I think Tulsa as a rule, in my opinion, um, when you look at statistics year over year, decade over decade, uh, we are a really thriving community and we are built to withstand a lot of the economic, you know, ebbs and flows. And so when I hear that we're pretty consistent year over year, I think it's easy to hear national news. And I think it's easy to, to, to hear things um, that don't necessarily, they're not pinpointed to our area that really we're not, we're not seeing the exact same things as they are in, in, in other places across the U.S. Right. T- Tulsa and really Oklahoma in general is a, de- a definitely more stable environment I for agree. housing. So we're not going to have the big increases in prices. We're not going to have the big decreases. I mean, we're just slow and steady wins the race. That's but, right. I mean, you talk about recent history and growth. So Tulsa, the last Tulsa municipal area, our uh, metro area, the last census passed over a million people. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Because now all of a sudden you start getting some larger retail companies right. that look at that and say, hey, maybe it's Ikea. Maybe, you know, one of these large yes. retail companies are like, let's go to Tulsa. But when they start looking at it, then they're going to also look at, well, is there housing for our employees? Right. How, how many employees are we bringing to the community and is there housing available? So the housing typically will lead a lot of the economy. That's so true. I 100% agree with that. And uh, we were talking the other day, my husband sat on the airplane next to um, the city of commerce, chamber of commerce of city of Tulsa. And, you know, he said the same thing. And he said, we just have so many people that are interested. Like it's exciting because I feel like Tulsa is really starting to have this really awesome buzz about it. It's kind of uncharted territory fresh for a lot of these companies that like what you're talking about, we're not so restrictive. Like there's a lot of areas that are a lot more restrictive that aren't as welcoming. You know, I feel like we're hospitable people as yeah. a rule, but also our community, you know, the way that our, our government has and our city has, has structured things is very inviting. And Tulsa really wants to attract, you know, more business, which also in turn starts with housing. So what are you seeing? Are, are, are there any trends that you are seeing more of single family multifamily, what's what's popping right now, or is it pretty much just the same? So I would say it's similar to how it always has been. Obviously, in the last 10 years, when you've seen a lot of revitalization in, in and around the downtown area, you have a lot of younger people that are like, hey, I want to be there. I want to be around the concert venues. I want to be around um, the clubs and the restaurants that are all happening in downtown. So you have a lot of newer construction going on with um, some multifamily, but then in Oklahoma, Tulsa specifically, 
you still have, I want the half acre lot with the white right. picket fence and the right. three car garage. I mean, right. that's just tradition in Oklahoma. And so those are always going to be built. I also, <clears throat> I, I think in our business and Susan, you can kind of chime in here. Um, we see a lot of people that are coming from other areas. We see a lot of Californians, uh, a lot of people from Colorado. We also, we don't get a ton from the East coast. I think we're, I think we're mostly um, kind of West coast and, and mid, but People want land. Like, so even if it's just, and land to some people, like I grew up on 120 acres. Land to me means that you have, you know, 50 acres or more. And so when people call and, and they're they're looking for homes and like, we just, we want some land. If we could just have a quarter acre, yeah, acre you know, or a half quarter, acre, yeah. you know, an acre would be a dream. And you're just going, well, that's not land, but okay. I mean, to, to, to different perspective. Yeah. Yes. But we see a lot of people coming in that they do want that. And then even more, and I'm going to tie this to a question for you, because even more we're seeing other people that are saying, I do want land, which means three to five, five to 10 acres. And I want to be able to have chickens. You know, I want to be able to to have goats. I want to be able to grow garden. And so we're seeing a lot more of that as well. Do we see a lot of growth coming from outside of just that metropolitan area, are are we bleeding, you know, into even the outskirts, which I would call like Inola, mm -hmm. um, maybe like Claremore a little bit, that it's kind of going outside of just this real tight Jinx, Bixby, Owasso type area. Yeah, the the suburbs are are definitely very strong, and they have been now for a few years. I think COVID really had an impact on home life. Definitely. And so, I mean, you mentioned chickens and gardens. People now want to do as much as they can around their home. Yes. And so we've seen that a lot in housing where they're designing their house to have their home office in it. They're designing their house to have um, their gym in it because they're they're not going to the public places as much as they once were. And so they want a little bit more space because they want to be able to go outside and basically have their own park in their backyard instead of having to go to a city park. I also think it like, it kind of triggered um, this feeling too. Like if it happened once, it can happen again. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be caught next time. If, if something happened like we experienced, I mean, I feel like COVID man, we shut down now we're, we've come out of it. And especially here in Oklahoma, we're lucky. Um, I believe that we didn't suffer nearly as much as other places with the restrictions. And when I say restrictions, I know everybody has an opinion and I'm, I'm not, not saying that somebody's right or wrong, but because it's loosened up now and the, the environment that we're in now has changed. We, we weren't in that restrictive environment as long as other places. Right. But I also think that some of that is because we had the space. Yes. Some of that is because we already were a little bit more spread out. We were able to, you know, kind of live a life that, that I know I had a friend that lives, she lives in Portland and she literally had a one bedroom condo in downtown Portland. And when COVID hit, she was like, I, I, I was confined to 600 square feet and that's a real thing. And when you are in a small box like that, a quarter of an acre sounds pretty darn pretty good. Big, yeah. So, I mean, it, I think we're very blessed and fortunate to live in a place that allows, like you said, the urban lifestyle a little bit. If you want the downtown, if you want closer to the venues, but then also has the the ability to go a little bit out, out outside in those suburbs and even places in Tulsa. I mean, they're still really nice 
breads in Tulsa that have acreage. So it's a it's a it's a really unique situation, and I think we're really fortunate to be where we are. And not only can you you can go out in the suburbs, you can go 35, 40 miles out, and you're still within thirty five or forty minutes. That's of right. Every, the airport and downtown and the amenities, and that's so. I think we're starting to also see a lot of people coming up from Dallas because mm-hmm. Dallas yes. is getting so big and so much traffic. I mean, if you're 10 miles away from your office, you might be an hour's drive. So true. <clears throat> so, is so here true. you can get out of town, you can have that land, you can have the amenities, but you can still get into the places you need to go. And I think that people don't even care about miles. It's the drive time. Yes. Yeah. And drive time here, oh my goodness. I mean, we, we become, you become, I used to laugh so hard at people that would be like, oh yeah, I mean, that's in South Tulsa. I probably won't go there yeah, because right? it's in South Tulsa and that's too far away. <laughs> And I'm going, it's 10 minutes. Like it's 10 minutes. Right. Well, now, you know, I I work in Midtown and you find that you really kind of do stick closer to where, where you- Your little pod. Yes. And yeah. now I'm like, oh yeah, that's in Jinx. I probably won't get there today. And I'm like, okay, who am I? Like yeah. I have turned into one of those people, but people that come from outside, I spoke to a gentleman the other day and he just opened up a brand new restaurant here in town. And he moved, I actually think he moved from Dallas and he said, I don't care. As long as I can drive, as long as I can get to work in less than, than an hour, I'm happy. And I was like, well, we could find you a house in Stillwater at yeah, that like, point. Yes, <laughs> I mean, like, so it's just it, that perspective is so unique. And we are, again, so fortunate that we don't have congestion. We don't have long drive times. It's easy to get to places. It's easy access. Um, I think that they did our, our city is laid out really well. Yeah. So it's nice. So what else does HBA have going on right now? HBA have going on right now. Anything upcoming that we so, should know about? Yeah, we do a lot of promotion of our members and education to the public, and and we do that through um, some pretty large consumer events in town. We start that in March with the Home and Garden Show, and that we have about twenty thousand people that come out to the Home and Garden Show. But then uh, so right you now, you guys run that. We manage the Home and Garden I Show. I didn't realize yes. that. Yeah, so we manage that. We have quite a few of our members that have booth space in there. Okay, but really, it's just a resource to the community to come in and. Maybe it's windows or doors or roofing or gutters that you're needing for your house. Yes. Come in and talk to a bunch of different vendors and then be able to do the project in your home. Uh, we started a new, or we didn't start a new event. We took over a new event for us this year called Designer Showcase. And so we're really, ex- yeah, we're, we're excited about that because um, we have a 9,500 square foot home right on mm-hmm. Southern Hills that uh, has 32 rooms inside of it. And 28 designers have gone in and basically updated each one of those rooms and so it's really cool for the general public to be able to come out and see new trends. It is. In and design. one of our agents, I've heard Savannah, that is, is she one did of one of the rooms. Yes, yes, he's one of the designers. So we're we're all our team is actually going Thursday. Yes. Well, you will have a good time. It is a beautiful home. We can't wait. Great view of Southern Hills Golf Course. So I mean, it's it's amazing to go out and, and see and that home. And what a what <laughs> a creative, fun way to like not only showcase this amazing home, but different styles, different designs, you know, different tastes. So you have, you said 28 designers? 28 different designers. So, I mean, that in itself, where can you go that you can be introduced to 28 different designers and be able to actually see, you know, their work on display and their style on display? Right. I love that. I mean, All under one roof. I mean, right. that's the thing. Is yes. You're going to come into one large home, which is beautiful to start with. You're going to spend an hour, hour and a half and you can get just about any style that you want to, and you can see it. And how they incorporated it into what it was existing in the home and what type of room it was. That's I mean, incredible. you have theater rooms and offices and bedrooms and patios. Yeah. 
powder bathrooms. I mean, you have it all. And so you can go in and get those ideas. I just on, can't on wait. And yeah. I just love the whole concept. I mean, I just love it. It's, so. it's a lot of fun. So this weekend coming up um, on May 20th and 21st, we actually have our uh, home remodeling showcase. Okay. And so we have nine projects around the community that have been remodeled. And so we invite people to always come out to that because if they're looking maybe for a bigger project than just, hey, a small design work, then they can come out and see what a whole home remodel or extensive remodel would look like in existing homes. And then, in, really yeah. and then in June, we have our Parade of Homes. So that's our new construction event. Which we'll have 105 homes this year that are open to the general public, ranging from 220000 to $1.6 million. That's nice. amazing. So you can come out and, and see just about any price range. Communities, I think there's 14 different communities or cities across the And metro you know area. what our team does for that. So I'm sure you work your tail off for that. Every year, too, we do a team event where we get a party bus. Oh, how fun. And we all we all get on the party bus together, and then we tour. We usually pick like five or six homes. So we try to hit different neighborhoods different price points, different builders. Um, and again, it gives you a really great idea of what builders are doing, what finishes, what price points, you know, what you can kind of expect from their products. And then the communities itself, like it gives you a really great snapshot of here's this community in this area and what amenities it might have. So we make a day of it and our whole team just kind of goes around and bounces around and we have a great time. That's, it's a, like, that's a great way to see the parade. It's, Absolutely. it's fun. So, okay, so... As you're sitting here saying this, I'm like, man, I really need to get more involved. Like, I really should be more involved with HBA because there's so much that you guys are involved in that just is so aligned with real estate, our business. But for somebody who might be listening, what it, what are the options of being involved? Like, what does that look like if somebody said, I want to learn more about, you know, that community? Yeah. So for anyone that's in the construction industry or just wants to network with people in the construction industry, we always invite them to come out and, and look at what we have to offer. We are a membership-based organization. So our membership dues um, annually range from $535 to $650. Okay. But it gives you access to 1140, currently 1,140 members in the community awesome. that all have some type of influence in construction. And so, you know, if you're a builder and maybe you're looking for, you need a new tile guy or HVAC contractor, right. we have several of them in our membership. If you're a realtor and you're looking to make a new partner with a builder, there's 225. Come out and see if you can meet some of those, tour the parade of homes, things like that, so you can make those relationships. But we also offer about 120 other events throughout the year that basically we just put on on a weekly basis That's so that— incredible. Yeah. And the goal is really just to get people in a room. Sometimes it's to it's be really professional networking, and networking. sometimes it's to have fun. But it's networking. Okay. That's yes. all it is, is. We want to put you in the room. We want to create, start the conversation for you, and then it's up to you I to make that. it happen after that. That's amazing. So why don't you kind of throw out your contact information and website— if anybody who's listening is like, okay, I either want to get involved on this side of it, or I want to take advantage of all these cool things that they do that's open to the public, yeah. that the public might be interested in seeing. Yeah. So Home Builders Association of Greater Tulsa, our website is tulsahba.com. Easy enough. Yep. You can get any type of information on membership on there. You can see all of our consumer events on there. You can see our member events on there and maybe what you can see how much we do and what the opportunities are for you to fit into those, whether you be on a consumer or uh, industry advocate. Uh, and then you can always call the office, 918-663-5820. I have a fantastic staff of nine professionals that oversee. You must to do that <laughs> to many do all events, that. right? Oh they're my they're fantastic. They they put a lot on their plate, and, and they make sure that it comes off flawlessly. That is incredible. Well, I'm so excited to make this connection with you today, and I loved all the information. I know you, we could probably have 
you know, done three or four episodes. So we might have to have you back on. Would love to. Um, I think that for me, it would be really interesting. I love the statistics about, you know, where, where Tulsa has been, where we're going and, and, you know, where we currently are. So, you know, we might have to have you back and, and have a little bit more information uh, there. And, and uh, the other events too, I'd love to showcase that because I think what you guys are doing is just incredible. Yeah, well, I'm, thank, I'm thank really you. impressed. So thanks so much for coming on today. And Susan, thank you for the introduction. Absolutely. This has been incredible. And I hope that all of our listeners got a lot of information. And the website again is TulsaHBA.com. You got it. Okay. So easy enough. You can find everything online. If you're looking to get out and go, the Parade of Homes is right around the corner, which I think is kind of everybody's favorite right? as far as the public. Uh, but anyway, we'll catch you next time on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye-bye.